What do you get when you combine a librarian with a world champion powerlifter? You get my next guest, Sue Prever, who turned her experience as a peak performance athlete into a high performance coaching business. At her peak, Sue powerlifted 405 pounds. Amazing. Today, we talk about how she gives entrepreneurs the lift they need to be unbeatable. Welcome to our show. Welcome to Off My Duff, the entrepreneur podcast. Off My Duff is all about getting off your backside and finally, making your impact by living your truth. If you are an entrepreneur with a heart to help others, you're in the right place. We chat with guests from seven figures to just starting out because that's how we roll. Off My Duff is the nudge you need to expand your business and slay resistance. So without further ado, I invite you to get off your duff and let's get started. Now, here's your host, Duff Gardner. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome today to Off My Duff, the entrepreneur podcast. I am really excited today to have someone I've been wanting to have on the show for quite some time. I would like you all to welcome today a very good friend of mine by the name of Sue Prever, and she is all the way from Boston. We're going to talk today about productivity. Sue, welcome today to the show. Thank you for having me, Duff. This is great. We were joking today that I want to I want to turn your name into a French one. I want to turn Prever into Privé. Um, So it's it's exciting to have you uh, talking to us across the border today. (laughs) Um, so when I met you that was I think it was about 18 months ago in Tampa Florida at an event Um, we were sitting at a table and giving each other feedback on our presentations that we were about to make to a a crowd and I was fascinated by your story when we first met Um, you're a championship bodybuilder but you're transitioning into the entrepreneurship world and so, you know, a lot of my listeners are in transition. They're stepping into their entrepreneurial journey. And so I'd really like to dive into people's stories of origin. So maybe tell us a little bit about your, your past and how you got into that whole realm of, of bodybuilding. So I'll actually take a step back from that. Yeah. Is, um, my whole life, I thought I was going into business even took a business entrance exams right after college and got sidetracked a little bit and wound up uh, as getting my master's degree in library science and working at the Harvard Business School Library as a business reference librarian uh, at the beginning of my library career uh, about 20 years ago. And so always had that spark of entrepreneurship and business interest and sort of put it on the back shelf for many years. Uh, In 2012, I went on a health journey and part of that was knowing I needed to move and use my body in a different way and more consistently. I found a strength gym and just started asking and going and trying different things from strongman to uh, weight-based 
uh, boot camp style trainings to eventually in December of 2012, found, finding powerlifting and learning that my body is made to deadlift. And through my health journey and uh, through some things in powerlifting, I really discovered my love for coaching, not coaching athletes in as a um, personal trainer, but more as a coach and someone to help them transform and change in their life. So started as a women's uh, hormonal health coach in 2015. my journey on the platform as a competitive powerlifter, I actually bombed out, which means I disqualified on an event. Oh. So I, I bombed out of squat in front of a couple hundred people, had nothing to do with the weight and everything to do with my mental uh, mindset at that time. Was given this huge opportunity to come back on the third event, which is deadlift, which is my main event and to hit a huge goal and milestone that day. So I um, was given the opportunity to lift 405 pounds, which is four plates. I got my brain right and just got through everything I needed to get through to then get back on the platform a few hours later and pull 405 pounds. Wow. And did that. And that set me off on a journey of finding mental strength for strength athletes. So it's people who compete about twice a year. So it's not like the sports where you're competing in games all the time. Right. And really decided to become the expert in that area and then started uh, working with people on that. And then more recently, the last couple years, working with entrepreneurs as well, and now solely working with entrepreneurs on their mental strength and performance. Yeah, I love that because obviously you've had many instances in that journey where you've really had to push through. You know, the, the 405 pounds, I, I didn't know that. Um, and... You know, I think that a lot of folks today uh, who are in business on their own are feeling the weight of the world sometimes. And so it's actually quite interesting, the metaphor of you as a a power lifter and how you had to push through. Um, I think that really is going to resonate with some people, some of your clients. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the things that I was talking with you earlier today, Duff, is about how to start over when you have a completely fresh slate. Mm-hmm. And for me, during the last couple months, I've lived in an area that has officially been safe at home. Um, I live by myself, so I am not obligated to anybody else or their schedule. I'm not going to the gym, so that's many hours a week that is not a commitment anymore. Um, all of the work that I do, I can do on my own time whenever I choose. Right, and right. everything else is is a puzzle piece to be put together. And so, you know, took the opportunity to completely rebuild my day. And that's, it's been a fascinating process of knowing that I'm most successful 
when I have a combination of structure in life and flow. Right. Um, right. Yeah, obviously, um, I mean, those are the, the, the structure and flow are things that you've learned through your experiences. And I, what I love about what you're talking about is, um, you know, you strike me, uh, even as you're talking now, as I'm getting to know you more, as someone who just kind of continues to lob, look ahead. I think that when we go through these major periods of disruption, um, one of the key skill sets people need to embody is this ability to kind of look forward and just keep pushing forward and sort of understanding and realizing um, steps they need to take to optimize what they're doing in the moment. And so when we were talking earlier, that structure and flow, you've actually got a current story where you had a realization based on this, you know, this disruption that we're all currently facing. Um, that made you kind of look inward and made some choices about how you wanted to approach things. And so I was really, I think the listeners would be fascinated to hear that story as well. Sure. So my life had gotten really crazy busy, December, January, February, and I knew I was ready for a time to slow down. I hadn't, I'm not proud of this. I really am not. I don't know the last time I took a week's vacation. That was a true restorative vacation. When I travel, it's for work, it's for learning, it's for personal growth, and none of that is restorative for me. It's not what I had chosen for myself. So mid-March hit, and Boston area was one of the first in the States to, um, to have safer at home and other things of really being aware of coronavirus. And so I took the opportunity to sleep, to, to really rest. And my first philosophy was, if for some reason I get this disease, I want to be at my best and control everything that I can control. That's my general philosophy in life, is how to be unbeatable. Mm. And to really work on the factors that are in my control. So I was exhausted. So I knew that I needed to sleep, I needed to eat well, I needed to move, because those are the fundamentals of energy management. Mm -hmm. So I didn't set my alarm for three weeks. That's the first time in my life, I think since right after college, that I've been able to do that. And really, my night owl kicked in, in full force, and for several days in that time period, I was falling asleep at five and six o'clock in the morning. Wow. And um, instead of two, two had been my normal. So uh, that's early you know. or late, depending on your perspective, right? <laughs> so then, um, you know, really wanted to, to be at my best. So what does that mean? And how can I do that? And why I'm a systems person, I strategize. I don't need to reinvent the wheel if somebody's already set up a system that makes sense or something that I can use as a framework. And I've heard over the years when I've been working on my sleep that 10 o'clock at night is a magical time and waking up at before six o'clock in the morning is also a magical time. So started diving into who already has that in their structure. 
and looked at Ayurvedic practices. I was familiar with them, but not in any kind of organized way. So really decided to deep dive into the systems and the philosophies and seeing they already have a daily structure set up within that. So what can I use? What am I already doing that matches? And what are the things that logically make sense that I can add in? And so I took that system and my personal customization for me and how that system is better um, customized for me and who I am. And uh, the beginning of April, um, started waking up at 5.55 in the morning and following my day in a structure of Ayurvedic practices and also checking in with myself and customizing it based on my rhythms and flows. Um, and it's, it's been a journey. Yeah, excuse me. It's it really has, and I I love it. Um, actually, before we got on air, uh, this by the way for the listeners, we're recording this, kind of um, as things are starting to open up again. Um, it's it's late May in 2020, and so things are starting to open up in the very various jurisdictions. Uh, that's like that's the context of this, and um, you know what I liked what you talked about earlier before we got on air was. Uh, you contrasted this idea of an industrial revolution versus your Ayurvedic uh, journey that you're currently on. And so tell me a little bit more about that. Sure. So most people think about productivity and they think about maximum capacity and capability, a constant go, 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 produce as much as you possibly can all the time, never have downtime, and that's a failure when that happens. And to me, that's the industrial revolution um, philosophy of just a constant go, constant production, no regard for recovery, no regard for self and the human body and, and the human energy and the human resource in this whole uh, system. And so with this process that I've been going through, it's how to capitalize on who you are, your gifts, skills, and talents, and recognize your rhythms of output and the need for recovery, renewal, and refreshing so that you can live your best life in a way that you truly enjoy. And what I uh, also believe is the maximum amount of time when you're in flow. Yeah. Um, you know, what I, I love about having this conversation with you is that, you know, you, you your focus is really on helping um, visionary entrepreneurs uh, with what, what you call an elite performance coaching model. And so it's very interesting because I come from a sports background, soccer, hockey, um, and, you know, quite often people kind of merge the terms, productivity and performance. Uh, the way I think about those two things is they're actually two sides of a coin. Um, how do you think of, how do they relate to you? Because it's, 
you're, you're definitely, you're, you're playing on both sides of that coin, which is super interesting. Yeah, so for me, productivity is the system and it's how to take action. And performance is the implementation of it and the actual doing. Right. Yeah, and when we were talking offline, this 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 particular time during COVID, um, I think for people who want to be high performance in whatever it is that they do, um, you know, you look to the systems in order to support that performance. Um, like I know it's kind of funny, but a lot a lot of people will reference um, McDonald's having an amazing system. They they systematize so incredibly well. The people that go through the McDonald's training when they're younger and, you know, whenever they, whenever they take that training, um, they're set for life. Um, when you go into McDonald's, there's a system in place. And the reason that things happen the way that they do is because they have a system. Sometimes if you go into a small, tiny restaurant, they might have great food, but they're still working on systematizing what they do. So you can wait for 15 minutes for your food. It's great. And they're just haven't systematized the production of the whole thing. Um, you know, I'm, I'm actually still fascinated, too, by your entire journey, like your arc, because you were, you were interested in business, you went into being a librarian, and then so on and so forth. You went into uh, powerlifting. Now you're, you're teaching high-performance entrepreneurs, and you're also, you have a productivity masterclass, which uh, we're going to put the exact URL in the show notes for people to get to that so they can take a look at that. But do you want to give us a little preview about what you get into in the productivity masterclass? Sure. So what I work with clients on and also for myself, and this has really gotten much clearer and a stronger need in these last couple months, um, is tying lots of things together as the fundamentals of basically a purpose-based or a purposeful productivity. Right. So you start with energy management. It's all about eating, sleeping, moving, and taking care of your mind, body, heart, and spirit. Mm -hmm. Then we move into goal setting and focus. So you need to know where you're going in order to get there. Time management, so that when you have that blank day, how do you, <coughs> excuse me, how do you set up the day to be successful, to get the creativity and the planning done, as well as the tasks? Starting with daily habits and routines, how do you start your day and end your day and build healthy habits? Then something I was learned a lot about in powerlifting is mental strength and resilience. Mm -hmm. And then how do you lead yourself by getting things done, delegating and deleting? And then take all of that to the next level by knowing thyself. Customizing everything for who you are, your gifts, skills, and talents, your natural rhythms throughout the day, the week, and the month. And really digging in and making this for you. Right. I love that. And, you know, one thing that is really interesting about this current journey you're on is just the curiosity of you stepping into something new. And I think just that in itself, the way you embody that is something that we can all take, take away. You know, um, I think that 
um, as we as we all adjust to things that are a little bit different for us, um, being open, being curious, trying new things, stepping into new things. Uh, and so this is what's led you to Ayurvedic practice. Um, now I, I've got some clients of mine that are that are that follow Ayurvedic practice. Um, what specifically about it did it did did you decide was interesting for you? So part of the fundamentals are uh, figuring out what your constitution is and your natural tendencies and to work with them and to know when they're in excess. So how to support yourself so that it brings everything back into balance. So for me, one of the health things had to do with um, physical congestion in my lungs. Mm -hmm. And because of my constitution, that's my body's natural inclination in the spring. And even more so when I'm off balance. Talking about COVID and lung issues and naturally having lung issues, I wanted something that could really support me at this time. And this just seemed to be a really good way to get myself back into balance and get healthier lungs at the same time. And it just felt very logical, intuitive to say, if we're having this kind of virus going around that could potentially impact my lungs in a severe way, I want healthy lungs. Right. And so that really was that big arrow that said, go this way now. <laughs> um, and it's totally helped all, you know, a, a variety of other things in my life. But that was that, for me, that big flag that said, start here. Right. See if, see if it works. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of interesting because you're an elite athlete. You've been an elite athlete. So, you know, we all have different filters. Uh, we have... As, as we step into the unknown, we, uh, we get ideas, we might try different things. Um, your filters in particular are going to be a little different than other people. I think that when you have had a high level of achievement in a sport like you have, um, a lot of people are going to come at you with all sorts of really interesting ideas about how you could optimize your performance. Mm -hmm. And so I think when you've gone through what you have, uh, it, it actually, you build a skill that you probably don't even realize about, you know, filtering those different ideas and coming up with a way to really figure out what's going to work for you. It sounds like you're doing that right now. Yes. And one thing I also realized through this process is a lot of people see the world the way they see it. They know their strengths. They know the things that trip them up more easily and kind of believe that the whole world is just like them. Right. And through this process, because I'm working with clients going through these same things, but with their own gift, skills, talents, their own perception and their own rhythms, I'm able to see how different people can use the same structure in a different way to support themselves and what the tendencies are for the different types of people. So what trips them up, what is easy, what is hard, where they might need support more than other people. And it's, it's just been fascinating for me as a coach to really take that step back and see how 
different people see things differently and what's easy for one person is way more challenging and they need more support in some other area and it's not always what i think it's going to be usually uh -huh. it is but every uh -huh. so often something will pop up and i'll be like oh yeah of course you know you need some extra support in that area because it's not it's not your natural tendency to excel in that area right but you give them lift so that's cool yeah. you give them lift uh, which is kind of cool because that's what you do. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I take 5% of the profits on that idea. Just kidding. Um, so uh, I always ask my guests this question. We all face resistance on this entrepreneurship journey. How do you push through resistance? So I'm actually going to turn that around and say my old school thinking was pushing through. And making everything hard and just pushing and pushing and not giving up. Now, I have more of the tendency of taking a, taking a moment, doing a little bit of analysis, and what can I just surrender and give up? What's an old way of thinking that's not helping me anymore? What's something I'm doing that's tripping myself up? what's the kernel of the thing that I need to do and why is it important to me? You know, Wonderful. what is the purpose of this? And mm -hmm. that gets my, my head back in the game in the right way nice. and allows me to continue to move forward. Yeah. Once again, I just love the sort of mental discipline that you, that you embody that you obviously learn through your, through your, your journey. Um, and, I, and I also like to ask my guests, you know, if in, on your journey, what is the number one insight you can, you can transfer to people that you've learned? I would say really identifying your gifts, skills, and talents, owning them, celebrating them, and using them as your personal leverage and what sets you apart as your competitive advantage. Wonderful. I'm, I'm so excited for what you're doing. I think that, you know, there's so many people who identify as um, uh, either perhaps uh, operated at, at a high level of performance at one time, having a desire to step into a high performance situation um, in either or, or in either case, um, you know, quite often what the, what they need is that foundational element of productivity and that productivity facilitates them to be able to get that lift and to step into that high performer they really want to be and i think you know as we go through this disruptive time that's a, such an important journey to take people on and i think uh, you know, i'm really excited to have you on the show here because i think you have given a lot of our listeners uh, just a great insight into how to to, to make that transition and how to build that foundation of productivity as a high performer. So, yeah. Is there, is there anything that I've kind of missed or you want to kind of talk about just as we come to the end of the show here today, Sue? Sure. So that just got me thinking about a specific thing is most yeah. of my clients come to me when they're coasting along. Right. So everything's okay, but it's not that high level of intensity 
passion that they've experienced at some other point in their life. And usually they have so many ideas that there just isn't clarity yet on what direction to move in. And so one of my strengths is being that systems and strategy person who can help people really filter through their ideas and figure out what the next best step is for their business and for their life. Help them establish, as you said, that foundation of systems and strategy and then support them in the performance aspect of the actually bringing these ideas to fruition. So it's a, a full cycle of, um, of figuring out that next best idea, who they are and why that's important and how to line everything up so that their business fits what their goals actually are and how to have that best life and optimize themselves to be their best. Yeah, and you know, you're not gonna be able to lift that 405 pounds unless you have a solid foundation underneath you. It's, it's one thing to want to lift the 405 pounds, it's another thing to build a foundation to get that lift. And yeah, so thank you, thank you, Sue. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a fantastic reconnection. Love speaking to you. Uh, you're on a really important mission and I'm so excited for what you have coming down the pipeline. Thank you, Duff. This has been, this has been great and I look forward to uh, continuing to reconnect with you and see how we're both growing over time. Right, yes, thanks, Sue. And so Sue uh, Priver uh, is, uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna put the URL in the show notes down below. Uh, when you go to that URL, you will go to a, her Productivity Masterclass, which is, sounds fantastic. And so that's kind of how you can start to get in touch with Sue. You're also on Facebook as well, I believe. You got, okay, good. And uh, you can also go to her website, which is suepriver.com. So Sue, P-R-I-V-E-R. So it's like Priver, like river, not the French way, like I was saying earlier, suepriver.com. Anyway, Sue, it's fantastic to reconnect. Um, I wish you the best. Thank you so much for joining us from Boston. Thank you. All right. And so everybody who's been on the show today, thank you so much for listening to Off My Duff, the entrepreneur podcast. And remember, when you go out into the world, teach what you love, live from your truth. I'm Duff Gardner. See you next time. Bye. Hey, everyone. I'm Duff Gardner, and you've been listening to my show, Off My Duff, the entrepreneur podcast, where we're all about getting off your backside and making your impact by living your truth. If you're like me and you're an entrepreneur with a heart to help others, you need an offer that sells. An offer that sells helps you get traction with your business, more sales, more clients, more gigs, more fans, and more deals, period. And here's what I believe. Your offer is the purest expression of your truth. So that's why I've created a free ebook, Offers That Sell, the eight-step revenue breakthrough system. Simply go to offersthatsell.com forward slash book to grab your free copy and you can even follow it up with a chat with me, should you wish. It's been wonderful to have you here with us today. And as you get off your backside to make your impact on the world, remember one thing, teach what you love, live from your truth. I'm Duff Gardner, see you next time, bye now.